Hey guys, welcome to the Empower Me podcast with Vanessa Kate. I'm your host, Vanessa, and here I chat to you about what it looks like to live your life in alignment to your values, self-love and self-care, manifestation and law of attraction, whilst fusing business talk, entrepreneurship and empowering individual stories to help motivate and create massive shifts of inspiration so you can live your very best life. I'm so glad you're here and I cannot wait for you to take away snippets of inspiration that you can apply into your own life to help you live the life you've always dreamed about. Hey guys, I know it's been it's been a minute since I recorded, but as life will have it, things just got so crazy um, before and after Christmas and New Year's and I really wasn't in like the headspace that I wanted to be in to actually give you this type of content. So I do apologize, but I promised myself that I wouldn't share things with people that wasn't going to be like a good energy exchange. Hence why it's taken me three months to bloody do this podcast. But as the universe will have it all in divine timing because I am in such a good place um, in terms of my personal development and my business and just having like a really good grip on life overall. So I wanted to sit down with you guys and share um, my experiences and my tips and advice when it comes to building a business. Um, so first things first, I will say that before anything, you've got to have some sense or an idea of how to build a brand. And that could be um, talking in terms of like your personal branding. So obviously how you um, how you portray yourself to the outside world, whether that's on social media or in person or whatever. Um, for me personally, when I was building a business, it did have a knock-on effect from my brand, which is obviously myself, Vanessa Kate. And then from my brand, I obviously have my website, vanessakate.com. Um, obviously my social media shares a lot of insight into who I am as a person. And, you know, the content that I like to share is obviously feel good, uplifting, and it to a degree obviously is me like it well I mean I should say it is all me but I think that um the biggest thing is that like when people want to start a business in my own experience I think that it's just really important to have a really strong sense of individuality and let people kind of understand who you are and your values and I think that that's just kind of would become so effortless when you are building a brand so obviously my brand, my personal brand, Vanessa Kate, doesn't have to look anything like you because obviously we're all different and I think that's the best part about being human beings is that we all have something truly incredible to share with the world. So um, that is definitely my first piece of advice is to say have a really strong sense of your values, what you prioritize, the content that you want to share with people, even if you're not you know, planning on going public with obviously like your social medias or you don't want people to know like who the person is behind the business, whatever. For me personally, I can only obviously speak on like what's worked really well for me. And I think that having, um, I guess having that foundation of like my personal brand, brand, sorry, 
on social media and then obviously having my website and things like that. I think that my business just kind of has become so successful in a way because people know who I am and they know that obviously my values and everything has kind of flourished through into my business. Um, next thing I will say is that obviously when it comes to business, you need to have some sense of an idea of, um, you know, realistic goals and steps of how you're going to get to where you want to be. And I think that that all starts with having a vision, um, a vision for how you see your life to be and your business. And obviously, um, I think that it's really imperative to have like a one year plan and then a five year plan and even a 10 year plan. Um, things change all the time. So obviously from what you started and how my business started is completely different, but it's still the same. So I'll talk about that in a little bit, but pardon me, you need to have some sense of an idea of how you're actually going to get your product or service out to people who like who your niche is. So like you don't just want to be talking to everyone and about everything. You obviously need to have a very specific offering that you that obviously shows how you're different from the next person who's doing what you're doing. Um, I think it's really important to have those people, oh sorry, those businesses that are already doing what you would love to be doing, obviously the direction that you would hope for your business to grow into. Um, and I don't even think it's about like having this kind of like competitive edge. I just think it gives you a sense of reassurance that what you're doing or what you would love to do is already being done. So I don't necessarily think it's about reinventing the wheel. I just think it's how you come across and what's your point of difference, whether that's, you know, um, I don't know, like the way that you do things in like, like your communication style, or maybe it's like you have this finishing touch that's like just a style um, that you absolutely love or whatever it is, like you don't need to stress and think, oh my God, I need to think of an idea or do this or do that. Um, I think that if you want to start a business in general, it has to be obviously something that you're interested in and something that you love or something that really sparks your interest. Because I used to think that what I absolutely love has to be monetized in some way or another. And I think that to a degree, yeah, absolutely. You can pretty much monetize anything that you're doing. Like we're extremely lucky that we live where we live and it's 2020 and we have these incredible opportunities that are just waiting for us to take advantage of. But I also think that give yourself a break. You don't have to jump at every type of like financial opportunity that comes your way because if it doesn't feel right, then obviously it's not meant to be. Um, and I'll talk about this a lot, but I mean, a lot of the things that I've done in my life or actually probably everything I've done in my life has been, um, a testament to obviously what has intuitively felt really right and what's going to be a yay or what's going to be a nay for me. So I think that with everything that you're doing, just understand that don't put too much pressure on yourself. If you haven't found your niche that you absolutely love, then maybe it's just not the right time yet. Maybe you just need to kind of you know, give yourself a break and do more of the things that you love that obviously bring you joy, whether that's reading or writing or you have a blog or, you know, you're part of a community or you love cooking, things like that. And you can actually build your personal brand from that. So for instance, if you absolutely love cooking, you could actually just have um, your Instagram 
dedicated to all of the meals that you've created, sharing all of the recipes and all the food. And then you could not even imagine the type of possibilities and opportunities that would come from that. So you could get brand deals, you could get collaborations, like anything is possible when you really think about it. And I think that what you start off with having this idea in your head of like, oh, I want to make millions of dollars from this idea or this product, whatever it is, like nine times out of 10, it's going to change along the way. And that's not because the idea or the product is shit or it's not worth it, but it's just because the universe has a bigger and better plan for me. And I think that all these little things really like add up to what your like your business so all these little bits and pieces that you think are kind of like meh they're not really necessary or like yeah like I did this but it wasn't that successful or oh yeah I tried that a couple of times but it didn't really work you would be surprised to look back and think well if I didn't do that or if I didn't try that I wouldn't be where I am today so yes I know I love to give a little ramble but um this is obviously just speaking from my heart and what I have done and what's worked really well for me. Um, I do believe that like nothing has ever been a failure for me. I just think that life in general um, is just amazing. And I think that it's uh, obviously the way that I perceive life to be. And it's my, um, I guess, my prerogative that I think that life is what you make it. Um, And I'm obviously a big believer in, um, you know, just living your best life through doing what you love and um really I guess what is the word like just really being honest and clear with yourself about your boundaries and what you will take and what you won't and just knowing that like there's just so many like there's like this amazing like world out there that's just waiting for us to kind of see it the way that it should be seen so I think that with everything that I've done up until this point in my life, it has contained a lot of risks and a lot of things that people wouldn't necessarily understand. Um, A lot of like, if you kind of think logically first and then emotionally or intuitively, whatever, um, I think that you probably would be like, what the fuck, you're crazy. Because the decisions that I make are not based on logic sometimes. Like majority of the time, they're based on intuition and like what feels right. And I think that you need to have a bit of like that winging it kind of mentality when it comes to business or whatever you're doing in life. But obviously there's a place for being like logical and stuff. Like obviously from the finance perspective of like your business and things like that, but we'll talk about that. But yeah, I just think that um, how I kind of look at life and knowing that I've always, I guess, wanted to be of service to people I just didn't really know how that was going to pan out. And to be honest with you, when I started my blog two years ago and the content that I was sharing, what I was doing, it brought me so much joy. I literally could just do that for hours on end and just be so happy. And I honest to God, wouldn't, I wouldn't care if I didn't get paid from it or it brought me no type of financial gains. I would just do that because it made me feel so happy. And that is an extension of my personal brand, obviously. And if I'm going to be honest with you, my blog in itself, obviously I have affiliate marketing and I do, um, well, I used to do sponsorships and little bits and pieces like that. And obviously I have like um, a small e-com on there and I have my like Booktopia um, affiliate and things like that, which I can talk about in a different podcast, like maybe how to make money from a blog. But 
I really thought that that was going to be the be all end all for me. And I thought, yep, that's it. Like that's going to be the way I'm going to make all this money and I'm going to have all these things and yada, yada. And then the universe so happened to just give me this idea and everything just kind of fell into place at the right time. And I guess I just took on board the opportunity of um, working with people from like digital media, marketing, websites, social, all of that. And then it completely got shifted. Like my focus was obviously on VK branding and that's obviously how VK branding got started. If you listen to my first episode, I go into a bit more detail about all of that. But predominantly what I thought was going to get me where I wanted to be was actually not the truth at all. It's obviously a part of my journey and it's obviously something that I still absolutely love to do and it's obviously my hobby writing and sharing you know all this inspirational content and beauty and lifestyle and wellness overall but um, VK branding is obviously my business and it pays my bills and a lot of my focus is obviously on VK branding because what you give out you get back so yeah if you have something that you love doing, like going back to that um, cooking example, but you're not too sure how it's going to, I guess, financially support you. Um, sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Like every podcast episode, it's like the bloody truck. Um, and you're not too sure how it's going to financially support you. I think don't stress yourself too much about that because if you try and have like a plan for everything in your life, um, you're just holding yourself back. So that's the biggest thing I will say is don't try and like make your life stick to some type of like, which is obviously like what I do and like what I suggest people do is like create a vision board and write down your goals and all of that. But if you're so tied down to your life being, I guess, like ending in that way, then you're limiting yourself and you're missing out on opportunities. So that's what I will say. If you have something that you're doing now and you absolutely love it, don't even think about how it's going to make you money or what you're supposed to be doing. Just kind of go with the flow with everything and allow yourself to open up to the possibilities that present themselves to you. So, and the thing is, you will know when it's a really good opportunity, when it feels right. That could be, you know, someone says to you, hey, um, you know, I have this, you know, event that I'm doing, I would love for you to cater it. Um, and then you say, oh, great, no worries. And then you start sharing stuff on your social media. And then, you know, things just grow naturally from that. Um, or maybe you're a makeup artist and you're doing makeup on the side and you absolutely love it and you're still at school. And, you know, it's just obviously something that gives you a bit of cash cash on the weekends, but you just generally love makeup so much. And then you hear that, I don't know, a makeup artist is looking for an assistant and then you apply for it and then you get it. Like, there is just, there's so many ways the universe works for us in our, obviously our best interest because life is not meant to be hard guys. Like I think I say this so many times, but life is what you make it. And if you just open yourself up to the possibility of having all of this abundance and joy and happiness, um, more than likely these opportunities will present themselves to you, but things will just work out better than you ever could have imagined. Um, that's actually one of the affirmations that I say to myself pretty much every day. I say things work out better than I ever could have imagined and it is so true. So yeah, just, you know, go with the flow. Obviously have somewhat of an idea of how you want your business or your personal grain to grow. Um, but obviously understand that this can actually be my next point. If you are doing something on the side and you obviously have a full-time job because hello, it's like, 
2020 and we live in Sydney, we can't just pay our bills with friendship. But if you're doing something and it brings you joy and you absolutely love it and you're obviously doing it on the side, keep doing that. Like I do not say to anyone like quit your job and just go 100% on like your hobby or whatever. Like no, absolutely not. Like you've got to pay your bills, guys. But I think that if you are working at a job full-time in the same industry of like what you want to be doing, so say for instance you're working – you're working at a design agency and you obviously want to be working for yourself. Um, I would suggest from my personal experience that you either go down to part-time or if you can, obviously, or you work in a completely different industry as in you go to hospitality, you work in a cafe, something that takes that creative stress from like, what you're doing full time and you can actually put that creative energy into your obviously your hobby like your passion project um so obviously like this doesn't like this isn't going to be like perfect advice for people because you could be like what i can't do that i've got a mortgage i've got a family like i can't what okay i get it like i i so get it because obviously everyone's circumstances is different but all i'm going to say to you and I think in a couple of months time, you're going to be like, yep, you're 100% right. Because the person who said this to me, I literally said, no, nah, I can do it. Don't worry about it. It's very hard to do, to give something 100% when you are actually giving another thing 100% or 80% or 70%. Like it's really hard to work somewhere full time and then invest everything into it. And then you only give yourself like the weekend or like after work to kind of give a little bit to what you want to be doing like to your side project um the thing is if it's meant to be you'll find a way to do it or something will happen where you just have to kind of you know you'll be like you know what it's just not worth it anymore like I really want to give myself the opportunity to see if I can actually be successful with this so only you are going to know that but what I will say is it's not the worst idea in the world to just kind of take a step back, let go of the ego, especially for people who are in corporate or, you know, they're working out nine to five and they really want to be doing their own thing, whether you want to be a painter, a writer, um, social media guru, whatever you want to do, like, just be honest with yourself. Like people don't care, like your friends and family will not care that you're quitting your job and you know you're going to be working at a restaurant or a pub whatever it is to just pay your bills to get by because you know deep down in your heart that you want to be doing your side project full time but obviously to get there you need to take the steps um baby steps like you can't just run and be like that's it I'm just going to do my you know my passion project full time um But yeah, like, I mean, for me personally, like I had to just step out of that space entirely and I got a job at a cafe and it was really close to home and it was so much fun and, you know, like it worked around my schedule. Like I literally just put it out there that I wanted to just be working at a local cafe, super easy, super chilled. These are the days that I wanted and so have it. That's exactly what I got. And I gave myself six months and then I thought, right, that's it after six months. I'm going to really take another risk and leave that little safety blanket and then give myself 100% or give myself the opportunity to be 100% with my business, what I wanted to do. Um, So I think that's really important to understand. A lot of people starting out in business, they don't just go from like zero to 100 in like overnight. Like 
you have to be practical and realistic. And if you truly want that financial freedom and you want to give yourself, your business, the opportunity to flourish and grow, you just need to take that risk and you just need to let go of your ego and just do it. Like, there's no other way that I can say it, but just do it. Like, if you're waiting for a sign from God or universe or whoever, like, this is your sign. This is me telling you that you're never going to truly be fully 100% committed and to a degree like successful if you're putting in all this energy into this full-time job when you can actually take a step back and then you can learn to balance the two until obviously it comes to a point you're like okay I can't balance the two anymore I've got to now take the risk and go full-time with what I want to be doing um but let me say this to you if you are putting in the energy and the effort you're taking yourself seriously you're giving it 100% to what you can give whilst you're not burning out then I don't see why things wouldn't work out exactly how they should. Um, obviously, people's people's balance, like how they balance everything looks different to how I did it. I mean, in the end, I just couldn't balance the two anymore. Like I really needed, I, I wanted to give 100% to my business, VK Branding. And as soon as I did that, I just like, it literally just flooded in, like as in like the workload and, the people that I met and the opportunities like it was just so incredible to see that as soon as you let go because deep down you know this is the right thing to do you just you see how I guess the universe rewards you for taking that risk um and that's obviously that's that's how I um that's my beliefs like I, I really do think that you know what you you give out you get back and I know that this is what I'm meant to be doing and everything just happens for a reason. So yes, that's what I will say on that, guys. I think you need to be really honest with yourself. Um, Also, when it comes to business, you need to have supportive people around you because I know that, you know, having a business or, you know, being an entrepreneur, whatever you want to say, I don't really like that word, but I mean, you know, just for argument's sake, when, you know, you're working for yourself, you're doing what you've got to do, regardless of whatever industry or niche you're in, some people aren't truly going to understand whether that's friends or family, your new schedule or, you know, where your priorities lie and things like that. And that's totally okay because everyone is on a completely different path and people have different, you know, um, obligations and priorities. That's totally understandable. Um, I would never, ever expect my friends or family to understand my life or how it is because they won't and they can't understand because obviously everyone's life is different just as much as I'm sure my my friends would never want me to understand or obviously they know that I understand but they would never expect me to have all the answers or be a hundred percent everything that they need to them when they have like things going on in their life that I don't even I couldn't even comprehend like I don't understand like some of my friends have babies you know they're married they've got a mortgage they've got this they've got that they're going through all this stuff like I think at the end of the day you just need those people who are supportive they love you no matter what you're doing and you know, like, obviously, it's really nice to have check-ins from friends and family, like, my, um, my family, they are very supportive of what I do, and I think that they just kind of sit back and let me do what I got to do, and as long as they know that I'm, like, paying my bills and I'm feeding myself, it's all good, but they're really good in just kind of, like, checking in and asking questions, and, you know, you don't have to be, like, 
up in someone's face being like, oh my God, how's your business going? What's going on? What's happening? Blah, 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 blah. Because I'm sure you wouldn't, like if you had a baby or you were, you know, going through like a certain situation in your life, someone asking like 21,000 questions about something, I just feel like it's not really authentic. So I think that if you don't have supportive people in your life, go and find a community that does support your current life because there is like thousands of people online that you can find who are like-minded and who obviously have like some sense of like um, an idea of what you're going through or maybe you just need that supportive friend, like even just to have someone to speak to about things. I think that's really important. So for me, I obviously love my besties and I love talking to them about things and they love when I win and vice versa and it's really nice to share your wins with people. Um, I think that's the biggest thing is make sure that you're truly making it known that you know you're proud of yourself and every little bit of the of your journey counts. So I think don't ever underestimate the power of just saying, "Fuck, you did such a good do- uh, job this week, Vanessa." Um, you know, I'm I'm so proud of everything that you've achieved. You've done the best of your ability. Like I literally talk to myself like this all the time. People legitimately would think I'm crazy, but I'll just be in my car and I'll just be like, Vanessa. You did such a good job this week. You did the best that you could do. You gave 100% energy and effort into it and I couldn't be prouder of myself. And it's just little things like that that truly get me through. Um, And obviously it does help having such supportive parents and people in my life who just kind of, they don't, I mean, do they fully know what I, you know, the ins and outs of everything I'm going through, not really. Do I expect them to know those things? Absolutely not. It's just putting so much pressure and unnecessary stress on other people and, you know, it sensitizes the relationship and, yeah. So I think that you really need supportive people in your life, whether that's a community or, you know, like an online community, whatever it is, make sure that you have that and it needs to be completely separate to your business whatever you're doing because what I'm going to tell you like the next the next whole conversation about business is that business having a business and creating a business can be such a lonely ride um for me personally like I live by myself um I'm very independent I love to be by myself it's just my personality like I've traveled by myself like I love just I literally love being by myself like I I love my friends and family so much um But I really appreciate and cherish the time that I have for myself. And it's funny because obviously I am such an extrovert to people like who see me from face value. And obviously the jobs that I've done and like a lot of the work that I do now, there's a lot of like conversation, like face to face and communication and how my personality is. Like I'm obviously quite bubbly and enthusiastic, but then... I just feel like at the end of the day, I just want to come home and I just want to watch my housewives and make myself a yum dinner, go for a walk. Like I truly cherish my own time, but there are some days where you just feel, fuck, I've literally gone three days without speaking to anyone and you just feel really, I guess, you do, you feel a little bit lonely because it's like you're doing this thing on your own for yourself, like obviously given that you're obviously you're only the one person in your business you're not working with someone else but this is the time where I say to people and people who ask me and I even have to remind myself like get out of my head 
take a step back and this is when I need to have a break. So I think having those times where when you feel yourself getting a little bit anxious or maybe you're starting to burn out or you just need to have a break overall from everything that you're doing because, you know, building a business, it's challenging, it's it's rewarding by all means and it's extremely, um, it's extremely, what is the word? Like it's, it's very... Like it's, it's just worthwhile. Like you just feel like all your efforts and energy going into something and the reward that you're reaping is like, you know, this um, freedom and creating your own schedule and all these things that come into time when you're building a business. But on the other hand, um, it can be quite hard. So I think that for people who do start to feel like a little bit of anxiety or, you know, they're just... They just need to kind of have a break or they need to talk to someone. I think that's when you start to go back and you do just hang out with your friends and family or your loved one or whatever it is. You go hang out with your pet. Whatever you need to do, just get out of your head and, you know, surround yourself with really good people who fill you up because that's where you're going to start to feel like you're going to fill your cup back up and it's going to make you feel really, really good. It's not like you need them to validate anything for you or say, yep, like this is all well and good. But I just think from like a personal perspective on things anytime I feel like I just need to be around people or I just need to not think about this at the moment I just I really love to just call my friend up or go for a walk or yeah just get out of my own head because it's amazing what a walk can do for you and it can literally settle your mind So the next thing I want to talk to you guys about is organization and just in general, um, I guess, putting your business necessities first and planning and prioritizing because, you know, it sounds so amazing to be, you know, working from home and living your best life, going for coffees, doing what you got to do. But at the end of the day, you need to have discipline and you need to really be taking yourself and your business serious. So I'm talking scheduling in appointments, sticking to your to-do list, making sure that you are um, getting up and if you're working from home, for instance, I would suggest that you are getting up every couple of hours, going for a walk, giving yourself those necessary breaks just like you would give yourself those breaks if you are working at an office or around other people. Um, I also don't think it's a bad idea to be at places like, you know, the WeWorks places. So they're like shared um, working spaces or even going to the library or going to your local cafe, Um, just switching it up really. The whole point of all of this is obviously you create your own schedule. That's like one of the pros of having your own business. But if you are not one of those people who likes to get up early and work straight away, like I'm not like that at all. I like to ease into my morning. Um, You need to really like give yourself those restrictions of like this is the time that you start. This is the time that you cut off, especially those people who have families or, you know, different obligations and priorities. You have to think of building a business um, is so much more than literally just, I guess, the the doing of building a business. It also comes down to keeping in mind your um, your health and your wellness and just having that 
I guess, that healthy mindset when it comes to business anything. So if you're like three, four hours straight in doing what you're doing, like you just get so overwhelmed. You don't even realize that things start to become agitated or you just can't be bothered finishing off a task, things like that. Obviously, we all get past our that point where we just can't do any more work. And that's when I would just say, like give yourself a break, be honest with yourself, go for a walk, go to the gym, catch up with coffee with a girlfriend, but you have to be disciplined. So for me personally, like in the mornings, I like to wake up at around, I used to wake up really early, but now I, cause I go to bed a bit later, I go to bed about maybe 10. Um, I wake up at around 6.30, 7 o'clock. And then I like to do my little morning rituals. So um, I like to do my meditation, have a coffee, drink a big glass of water. And then I will go outside and go for a walk, maybe like 40 minute walk. That's how I love to start my mornings. I love to be near the beach. I love to just be outside in nature. I really feel like it just helps my mindset and just brings me so much clarity and calmness. And I just feel so good when I'm outside. Um, unfortunately, obviously every morning can't be like that. Sometimes I have to go to meetings. Sometimes I have to be out really, really early. Sometimes I need to have that extra sleep in, especially if I was on deadline the night before, but the best bit is that it's your own schedule. So you can really, you know, customize it accordingly. Um, and then I like to start my work probably around like maybe 10, 10, 10 30, and then I'll work straight through probably to about three, four o'clock and then I will do what I need to do. And then sometimes I find myself still back and forth, maybe from like seven to eight, but I generally like to switch off at around eight o'clock to give myself two hours to wind down before I rest. Um, and this is pretty much like, I will bring my laptop with me everywhere. Like it's just what has to be done. So if it means that I can only see a girlfriend for a coffee catch up for maybe two hours, as opposed to four hours, then that's just what needs to be done. Or maybe I need to go to, you know, family events or things like that. And I need to have my laptop or I need to be on call or I need to be, you know, available on my phone. Then unfortunately, that's just what needs to happen. But obviously every business is different the way that you're going to set up your business. Um, I know a lot of people, they're like, I don't work on the weekends um, or they won't reply to emails, things like that. In my personal opinion, and I don't want to trigger anyone here, but if you have your own business and obviously depending on how long you've had your business, like whatever industry you're in, things like that, I can just not, obviously to a degree, like obviously you have to have boundaries, but I would never not answer an email on a weekend just because I said that I'm not going to work on the weekend. It's just not how I would do things. Um, I work with a lot of freelancers and the work that I do um, enables me to obviously be available pretty much 24 7 seven days a week um, someone that I work quite closely with um, they said to me that you know we, we like clients our clients they kind of switch off Friday afternoon and they're back on Monday but for us we are pretty much on for seven days a week. And so even though the clients are switched off on a Friday, we can finally have a little bit more time to breathe and kind of recoup where we're at with everything. But just going back to people who say they don't wanna to reply to an email on a weekend or whatever, 
in my personal opinion, I just think what is a priority to you and if it means that you get to have your Monday off. So my Mondays are usually quiet. Um, then like, so be it. Um, I think a lot of the time you test your limits and you've got to find your own little way of doing things. Um, as I said, like I just prioritize my work and obviously I uphold um, respect for the work that I do and my clients and if it means that they can respond to me on a Saturday um, or you know sometimes I need to go visit clients um, on the weekend or there's just something that you know it enables me to it enables me to have to be available on the weekend then it is what it is because like at the end of the day um, as much as we're kind of working around the clock and you know you're doing what you need to do like the way that I look at it is that I can literally just go away for the week go from like Monday to Thursday and have a nice little holiday for myself or do whatever I want to do and then I can kind of get myself sorted between Thursday and Sunday um, I don't really think that there's kind of any weekend in having your own business and I don't think that will maybe that stress of not doing enough will ever go away but to me like it's all worth it and especially when it comes to when you're not just working for yourself when you're working with other people you have to keep in like you have to keep in consideration other people's expectations and you're managing people's expectations and you're trying to be you know respectful of their time and you're doing what you need to do there have been so many lessons that i have faced um, especially being i guess young-ish starting a business and having a successful business and you know, like doing what I need to do. I'm working with people from all different sorts of, like they're still within my industry, but you know, all different ages and people who um, have all different schedules and things like that. And I think you just need to find this kind of like happy medium because you obviously have to be respectful of other people's time and things like that. But then they also need to be respectful of your time because the way that I see it is that if you're um, setting an example for the way that things should be done on your own accord then I think that it, it should be done for the other person as well so whether you're working with freelancers or you know you have a little team or things like that um, I would obviously never expect anyone to reply to me on a weekend or you know um, be at my beck and call but if there's a project or there's something that is of urgent then absolutely and I think that if someone doesn't have that kind of that same type of mentality as me um, then I don't really want to be working with them because I, I want to be working with people who are passionate and they're hardworking and they're driven but also respectful of people's time as well so that's another thing when you start to scale up your business and you start to allow people to come in and help you and do what they're really good at and depending on what kind of industry niche that you're in for me personally as I said I work with a lot of freelancers a lot of designers and um, web developers and things like that so for me, I'm kind of always on and some people are in different time zones and, you know, like, the, for example, like there's people who are in a different time zone, which means that they're not available to speak until late in the afternoon or through to nighttime. So if it means that I need to stay up until 10, 11 o'clock to get something done, then that's what you've got to do. Um, well, I mean, that's what I would do. So 
yeah, I think that when you start to work with other people, you get, I guess you get a sense of like what it's like to really manage people's expectations and you start to draw the line between what is going to work for you, what's not going to work for you because essentially when you think about it, this is your business and you get to set the rules, you get to do whatever you want to do. It's the joy of having a business. You don't need to ask people for permission to do things. You don't need to ask someone for their um I guess like their advice, like you can literally do whatever you want to do. And I think that if you're a good person and you have really good um, intentions for people and you just have it at the center of what you're doing to just be a nice person and you just want to work with really good people, then I think that will definitely just flourish through to the work that you're doing and it would attract really good people into your life. Um, Another thing I want to talk about is that sometimes your business could be going a certain way but you feel like it's lacking something and you really have spread yourself so thin to the sense that you really can't do any more or you can't take on any more clients or you can't you know get your um, product out fast enough efficiently whatever it may be I think that's when you need to really think about inviting people into your business who can help you do what you can't do so As I said before, I work with people like designers. Obviously, I have a creative um, agency. So in a sense, I want to be able to offer clients everything from social to web to marketing to design. Um, And my specialty lies in brand creative strategy, digital media, um, and social media. So for me, I obviously heavily rely on the freelancers, the designers that I use, and... um, I think at the start, you kind of get a bit, well, for me, you kind of get a little bit controlling and OCD and you want things to be a certain way. But then as soon as you realize that you need to let go a little bit and let people in to help scale up your business, I think that's the best decision anyone can ever make. Um, Obviously, this comes back to having that really strong, healthy intuition for what's going to feel right and what doesn't feel right. So I think that... I can't tell you how to pick the right people for your business, but what I will say is have people in your business who obviously have the same, some type of, um, you know, work ethics that align to yours and people who prioritize the same things as you and people who have the same mentality when it comes to business and clients and all of that. So I think that's really important. And I think that if you're struggling to scale up your business or you're struggling to, I guess, move on to the next steps of the business, what it potentially could be. Um, I believe that it's the time to start investing in other people. So another thing is that um, the beauty of freelancers is that you obviously don't have to pay their salary. So you just pay them for the project that they're doing. And given that you have all the contracts and your invoicing all correct and all ready to go, um, I believe that it is the best decision that anyone can make is working with freelancers, small businesses and, you know, consultants, people like me, um, you know, whatever, whatever you're doing, even like makeup artists, like you obviously love makeup, you're incredible at makeup, that's what you do, but you're not fully 100% um, committed to hair. Not like you can't do hair, but you know, like it takes away a lot of the work that you could be doing, especially when you're doing like bridles or events and things like that. So I would suggest that you look into getting someone who can do hair and who has the same schedule as you. Um, someone who obviously is in the same position that they're not working a full-time job or they can, you know, be easy 
easily accessible to, things like that. And I do hear a lot of the time people saying like, oh, but don't you get scared that like they're going to take your business or they could just go through straight to the client direct and things like that um, or the customer, whatever it is. I just always think that at the end of the day, someone's going to be an asshole and try and undercut you and do something for their benefit, then let them. Like I just really think that everything is just going to happen the way it's supposed to happen. Um, and nine times out of 10, you can generally get a sense of someone's true colors and I guess like what they're all about from the more that you work with someone or the more that you have conversations with people. And I think that if you have that feeling that they're probably not the best person to work with, take a step back, maybe give it a couple of weeks and then see how you feel. Um, but I mean, if you feel a little bit uncomfortable about a certain situation with someone or maybe it doesn't feel like it's the best business decision, then absolutely don't go through with it because I mean, 10 out of 10, it's, you know, obviously that's the, that's the right decision to not work with that person. But um, you can't stop people from doing what they're going to do. So just keep that in mind, like whatever's going to happen, just be calm and just be, you know, grateful for what you have and just know that you're a good person and that you're putting out really good work and you're attracting incredible opportunities, likewise incredible people. Um, so the last thing I want to talk to you guys about is finance. Um, I know a lot of people, they get uncomfortable about finances but when you have your own business, you actually need to be so comfortable with your finances. Um, I'm very lucky that my brother is my accountant, so he has helped me tremendously along the way of my business. And I've also done a lot of research and study into, I guess, finances in general and tax and superannuation and just all that stuff that I guess you need to have somewhat of an idea about. I know that obviously people aren't too fond of finances in general. Like I know that a lot of people don't want to be like caught up in all their finances and worrying about like every single dollar when it comes to like investing in their business and expenses and things like that but at the end of the day like you need to have somewhat of an idea of how much money you're making and how much money you're taking out of your business how much money you're investing things like that so I will say that I think it's very important to have some type of business mentor who has a really good outlook on finances as a whole um for me personally, I started out literally just writing all my invoices, every little detail that I can think of in an Excel spreadsheet. And then I would send that at the end of every month to my brother who would oversee my um, finances and just kind of, I guess, give me his like financial um, uh, suggestions and, um, you know, his personal opinion on what I should be doing, what I shouldn't be doing. Um, the first thing I would say to you guys when it comes to finances is you need to like literally get all of your finances in check. Um, you should have like an account for every different thing. In my personal opinion, I am down to a T with my finances, like business, rent, um, tax, super, um, freelancers, personal, like you name it. Like I've got all of that and I... And with St. George, they are the best bank ever. Um, but I just think that it's very important to have a positive outlook and relationship with money. And I think that 
business in itself is going to test you and you're going to have some really high wins and then there's going to be times where you're like fuck how am I even going to pay my rent or my mortgage Um, and I think that's just the risk that you take with having your own business having a business in general is very risky and that's why a lot of people don't do it themselves because I mean like why would you want to like leave your comfortable nine to five making a cushy salary and having your holiday pay and sick leave and weekends off and things like that. Like I totally understand because it's not for everyone and that's okay. Like not every person has to have their own business or quit their job or be an entrepreneur. Like it's not for everyone. I think it takes a certain type of person and that's the beauty of being our own individual selves. Like I think that the world needs people who want to start their own business and have their own business. And then I think equally we need people who, you know, are working in the corporate and working in those incredible companies and doctors and lawyers and nurses and all of this. Like, I know that you guys understand this and I'm not trying to offend anyone when I talk about things like this because, as I said at the start, this is obviously just my personal opinion about everything and my experience and I love to share with you guys and be super honest because I really want it to help people and inspire people who are kind of seeking the same journey as me um but anyway going back to the finances um yeah like it's risky and you have to be willing to forecast what the next couple of weeks are going to look like especially if you're invoicing clients or you're relying just solely on e-commerce um i can't tell you how to run your finances um i'm not going to go into my finances i think that's a little bit personal but what I will say is that when you start to, um, I guess when you start to see the value of your work and you actually start to make money more than what you're putting into your business, obviously that is your, um, that's your growth, like that's your profit. Um, then I think when you, you know, like you make the money, whatever it is, however much it is, whether it's hundred dollars that you've made or a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars. I think that you need to be very realistic and understand that um, as much as it's very tempting to just go and buy a Gucci bag or buy a brand new car or go on holidays, whatever it is, you would be better to invest that money back into savings or your business than spend it because, I mean, at the end of the day, business is risky and I'll say that again, business is risky. So you could have incredible months where you are up in your business growth and then you could have months where you have just completely seen the other end of the spectrum and, you know, you can't pay your staff or freelancers or maybe you've gotten really sick so you need to take a couple of weeks off because obviously running a business you don't have sick leave so you have to take all of this into consideration and a really good book that I've read was um, Emma Isaac's book um, Winging It. She owns the company called Business Chicks and she shares some incredible pieces of advice pardon me and it really like it stuck to me like what she was saying everything that she was talking about I was like yes 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 like this all makes sense this is I can really relate to all of this um so I think that one of the biggest things that I would say um is that invest in yourself invest in your business read the books you know um hire the people who are really good at what they're doing I even had a bookkeeper as well to help me out and just 
help with all my finances and scheduling and things like that. Like it gets, like it's real. Like when you start to see all this and you're like, oh my God, I have to pay my own tax. I have to pay my own super. Like all these like big girl decisions, I guess. It, it is scary, but it's also like super liberating. Like it makes me feel so proud of myself. I get so excited when I, um, like I just, I feel really good when I can pay other people as well for their services. Like I love knowing that I've just helped someone pay off like a little bit of their mortgage or I've helped someone, you know, buy some really nice clothes or go on a little holiday, like whatever it is. Like I love knowing that I'm able to help that person because they have helped me. So I think it, it just, it makes you feel really proud of yourself when you've got to um, a, a point in your finances where you are able to, you know, just go to the groceries and spend hundred dollars on organic groceries or you can just go to Melbourne for a couple of days just because or you can just pay off all your bills in advance or you can um, buy a new laptop or you can buy um, some fresh flowers every week like whatever it is that brings you joy and whatever your whole relationship is around money um, I just think at the end of the day you've got to be realistic with yourself and know that you're in it for the long haul so it's definitely worth getting all of your finances in check and understanding your money and your budget and all of that um obviously if you guys want to have an amazing accountant i can give you the details for my brother but um i would recommend that you speak to a bookkeeper and i have a lot of bookkeepers that i can recommend to you guys who work with individuals and small businesses um and they pretty much talk you through like the software um, accounts like Xero uh, and Myob and things like that. And then especially when it comes to people who are invoicing clients, um, it just makes everything super seamless. And yeah, so that's what I will say about finances, guys. You've got to be realistic. And sometimes you just have to like, you just have to sacrifice, not sacrifice, but you have to be realistic. Like there's been so many times where I'm like, yes, like I just want to go to New York and I want to do this and I want to do that, but it's just not the right time in my business right now because I can't just up and leave. Um, but also like I am, you know, obviously, uh, saving and investing back in my business and all these things that are going on on the inside that people will never understand and they don't have to understand. It's, it's really no one else's business what you're making in your business or how you're making your money and things like that. Um, but another thing I will say is definitely if you can have multiple streams of income, don't ever, ever rely on that one client or that one way of making money to make you money. Um, I read this thing that was like millionaires have at least seven streams of income, but you obviously don't need to have seven, but obviously it helps to have a few up your sleeve so you're not relying on that one stream of income um, because if you have your own business you know how confronting it can be and how disappointing it can be when you have someone who's like sorry I can't pay you this month or you know you're chasing for invoices and things like that um, that's another thing guys I will say you have to get your contracts in place you have to um, have all of your invoices in check, get your ABN, do all the things that you need to do, pay your tax. As my brother would say, you need to have at least 30% of what you're earning into a tax account because 
there are too many people who just spend, 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 spend. And then when it comes time to um, being an adult and actually having to give, you know, like pay your tax and things like that, people are like so shocked. Like they're like, what? Like I need to pay tax. Um, so yeah, so obviously there's, there's so many books that I can recommend and there's, you know, a lot of people that I can recommend, um, to help you through your business, depending on what obviously stage you are at your life, at your life, at your business, sorry. Um, but I guess it's just like personal preference. Like what, like I personally still love to use Excel spreadsheets. Like I'm pretty old school. Like I can see everything. Like I know what's coming in. I know I can forecast. I can, um, you know, always refer back to different invoices or things like that. I think you, you need to have your own system in place that works well for you. Because if I told you the way that worked for me and you tried to replicate that, you'd probably be like, this just doesn't work for me. And it's frustrating. You just want to have something that works for you and it's easy and it's simple. So yes, that's what I will say about finance guys. Um, I think that's pretty much everything I want to talk to you guys about, but I guess at the end of the day, if you are really keen on starting that business, just start it and let everything just kind of fall into place. Take the opportunities that feel really good. Leave the ones that don't, you know, invest in yourself, invest in your business, read the books, go to the events, go to the networking events, all of that. I think they are such an integral part of your growth, especially for business, not just even for personal growth, but for business, like there's so many seminars and online courses that I sign up to and networking events that I go to. And like at the end of the day, like having a business is so much fun. Like it's definitely challenging and it's tiring. And, you know, some days I'll just cry because I'm like so exhausted, but I'm so still so proud of myself for the work that I've done, but it's happy. Like I don't ever want to say to people that like, you know, it's scary and like, all you're going to do is stress and this and that. Like, it's definitely not like that. It's it's obviously whatever you make of it, but from my experience, I know that the more energy and good vibes and good feels that I put into my business, business that's exactly what I get out, and I don't really know how things are going to pan out. I mean, no one really knows that, but what I do have is faith that things are just always work out better than I ever could have imagined, and I'm happy. I'm really, really happy. Like the financial freedom that I have and just creating my own schedule and being so much more available to my friends and family and you know investing in myself and giving myself that time to breathe and have my little self-care and my rituals and working with incredible people who teach me and you know like I'm learning from them um, and just all of these opportunities that are just flow into your life it's just so amazing the results that come as soon as you start to realize like, yep, this is exactly what I want to do and you feel really good and you're committed and I truly believe that the universe just rewards you for all of the more good things that you do and the things that you should be doing, you do more of those things. It's just like inevitable that, you know, you have incredible results. Um, I believe that you can obviously never stop learning and I think that as I mentioned at the start, you may have this idea or this vision in your head of how your business is going to pan out, but if you just kind of let go a little bit and you just take it for what it is, you will be so surprised to see how things just work out so much better than you ever could have imagined. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I want to say about business, guys. Um, I really hope that you could take away some 
bits of inspiration or maybe some of my advice really sat with you and you feel really good. Um, if you guys have any questions at all when it comes to business, obviously I love to share, um, but please don't be afraid to email me or message me about any questions that you may have. Um, I think that with some last minute words of advice when it comes to your business, um, don't ever give up on yourself with whatever that you're doing. Um, because this is your life and you're creating it exactly how you want to create it and I think that you are so incredible for even having the idea and taking that risk to kind of do what you want to do I think that's such a big thing in itself um but yeah good luck to everyone who is starting a business and um I will speak to you guys on my next podcast see you guys bye